0: girlfriend ends the relationship before prom guy goes to prom with juju smith schuster instead in velvet tuxes if you have not seen this yet it will be up on my instagram insightful insights with jay this is amazing like just superstars going to to prom with students is it's kind of weird I mean, I just I saw something the other day of Khloe Kardashian went to prom with her super fan, whatever that means. I guess he's a super fan of Khloe Kardashian. Uh, How how great, good for him. You know, that's I'm proud of that kid. You know, girlfriend dumps you. Well, you know, I'll just upgrade. You know, Juju Smith Schuster. How about that? To those who don't know, Juju is a He's a receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, number 19. He is probably one of the, he's like the face of millennials in in the NFL right now. Like he has a YouTube show. He's live on Instagram all the time. He talks about his gaming addiction. He, He has, he likes to play Fortnite, Call of Duty, all that fun stuff. So, for the guy to lose his girlfriend, to lose his girlfriend, and then go and get a celebrity to come to your prom, you just became the most popular kid in school. Guy, I don't know the name of. Moving on. So, not too long ago was the Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua fight. And it went seven rounds where Andy Ruiz ended up winning uh, by KO. I'm not sure if it was KO, TK. I'm not sure. I don't really care. But have you seen Andy Ruiz? That will also be up on Instagram. Insightful Insights with Jay. Go check it out right now. Follow, subscribe the show, and in fact, don't just subscribe the show Uns- unsubscribe it right now, and then resubscribe, then unsubscribe and resubscribe again. you know, I just gotta get that out of the way, uh but yeah, i'll put that out there. He looks like a twinkie no he no, he looks like a you know when you put a mar like you do smores and you're roasting a marshmallow, he kind of looks like a, a saggy marshmallow. <laughs> and it and if you look at Anthony Joshua, he's got a good six eight inches on the guy in height people in height. Anthony Joshua has six to eight inches on him, six to nine inches on him nice anyways anthony Anthony Joshua looks like the supreme. You know, what ideal athlete of what you want. And, you know, actually Anthony Joshua, you know, a three-time champ, took the loss gracefully. He posted on Instagram afterwards after taking a photo with Andy saying, This is Andy's night. Congratulations, champ, with a Mexican flag. And Andy Ruiz became the first Mexican or heavyweight champ. That's that's amazing. Uh, congrats to uh, Andy the Marshmallow Ruiz. It is true that you do not have to be a, a goddess or a god to be a champion. Which also brings me to that there's going to be a new 30 for 30 on ESPN. If you guys do not know what 30 for 30 is, it's a documentary on, you know, you know, Past athletes, you know, big time, like the Bad Boys era with the Detroit Pistons, you know, Allen Iverson, Michael Jordan, all that stuff. So there's 30 for 30s out there on sports. And there's going to be one on the guy who eats the hot dogs. What's his name? Dog eater, hot dog eater. Stuff's his face, eater. By the way, his face, it looks just gross it looks really muscular i'm not in for it i don't like it but that look that, that you have where your jaw is like your your strongest muscle is kind of weird uh i'm not sure if they consider it a sport but you know the hot dog eating contest guy what is his name something something disgusting I I really don't know his name. Uh, But they're going to have a 30 for 30 on that. I'm not sure what much more you could really do than him eating... Like him scarfing wet... Well, not wet hot dogs. Ugh, just the thought of this makes me want to gag. Him scarfing like 12 hot dogs in his mouth at a time. And then dipping the bread, the buns, in the water or soda, whatever then shoving that in his mouth and it's just it looks like a mess around his mouth in his mouth it looks unpleasant to watch i, I don't want to watch i don't watch hot dog eating contests anyway cuz it's you know on 4th of july i don't really care about it nor am i going to you know take time out of my day to go watch someone scarf 80 hot dogs down and then you know throw it up later that's disgusting i have no interest there that that's i can't believe that's a thing But, yeah, there's going to be a 30 for 30 on that. Uh, you don't have to be physically fit to be a champ, is my point there. Anyways, the NBA Finals. It is now tied 1 1. The Warriors went on an 18 0, 20 0 run in the first five minutes while. The Raptors could not find a bucket to save their lives. They had open shots. They had nice uh, ball movement. But it ended up just brick after brick after brick. And that's probably what lost them in the game right there. Because they ended up only losing by 4 or 5. Something like that. And to lose by that much. But know that you had the potential to be up two oh. You had the chance to be up 2-0, and you messed it up. Kawhi Leonard, where were you? In the last three minutes, you didn't show up at all. You know who would have done that? LeBron James. You know why LeBron James wouldn't have done that? Because he's the king. He's the GOAT. In fact, last year in the NBA Finals, he didn't lose a single game because of his performance. The Raptors might have lost... This game, game two, because of your performance. It was subpar at best. It was not good. I didn't like it. You know, this this whole hype of Kawhi Leonard is the best player in basketball right now. Get that out of here. Get that the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. You're out. Get, get out. I'm done. I'm sick of it. That's ridiculous. I can't believe that's even being viewed as... Good basketball analysis. Like I can't I can't get that through my mind. They'll put Kawhi Leonard over LeBron James. LeBron James last year in the first game scored fifty one points. Fifty one points. You know why they lost? Because George Hill missed a free throw and J.R. Smith didn't know what the hell was going on in the last four seconds. That's why they lost the game. That's why they lost the series. After that, there's no coming back from that. There's no coming back from that. But, I mean, the Raptors, they have the potential to win. They have the potential. I see it. I mean, you have, like, Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet. Van, Van Vliet. Man, his name is tough. I really so badly want to say Fred Van Vliet. Because that comes off the tongue more smoothly. But it's... Fred Van Vliet, and it's, it's, it's very forceful. It's like you're forcing me to say it, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Anyways, you got him outperforming Kyle Lowry. Um, Kyle Lowry's becoming like this aggressive, troll-like guy who just runs around hitting people, bulldozing people, and then drawing fouls left around, getting fouled out with like five minutes left in the game, nine minutes, whatever. So, you guys got to do better there. Like, seriously. I'm, I'm getting sick of the Warriors. They had Clay, they, Clay Thompson wasn't available in the last four minutes, five minutes, something like that. He wasn't available. And you guys still couldn't pull off a win. I mean, they had a good 10 0 run at the end, which made it interesting. I mean, which made the game watchable all the way through, which is great. I love that. But the fact that you come out of halftime and could not score a bucket and let them go in a 20-0 and run, 18-0 and run in the first five and a half minutes, get the hell out of here. Nick Nurse, come on, man. Do better. If they're allowing that, I'd change that whole lineup. I'd put in the scrubs. I'd put in, you know, finally put in Jeremy Lin or somebody. Do something about it. Not just let them play through it. You saw what letting them play through it looked like. Garbage. Crap. Doodoo. It wasn't interesting at all. That five and a half minutes. I was just like, seriously? Steph, another three? Seriously? Another open layup? And you letting Draymond outperform you? Draymond. It wasn't Steph last game who outperformed everybody. It was Clay Thompson... At the beginning, and then Draymond at the end. I mean, Steph had a good like streak there in the middle where he got out of his 0 for 6 slump and then went 4 for 4 or something like that, some garbage like that. But he didn't play great. He didn't play great at all. That was your chance to go up 2-0, but that's all right because Game 3 is the the game that matters the most. I believe whoever wins Game 3 will win the series. Why? Because things changed in the Milwaukee game game 3 versus the Raptors where they forced an overtime. Milwaukee was up 4. They were up 4 and the Raptors forced an overtime. Or it might be vice versa. Anyways, that overtime went to a double overtime. That was your chance to steal that game. They were fatigued. Kawhi Leonard played like 50 minutes, and he couldn't do anything about it. That's why Milwaukee lost that series, because they lost that game. That was an important game to take that game at at the Raptors' home court. Now, if the Raptors take this game in Golden State, game three, and go up 2-1, they're in a good spot, because I don't see them losing at home again. That was a mistake. I mean, that energy of the crowd. They got that one super fan with the turban on. I love that guy, by the way. That guy is amazing. He's probably the best super, super fan in sports. Forget, you know, Drake. Drake is just, you know, like a, a wishy-washy, you know, I support my bros type of fan. But that super fan, he hasn't missed a game, a home game. You can look this up. I'm not sure his name. Uh... But he has not missed a home game in like 24 years with the franchise. That's the franchise of of, (laughs) Toronto, right? Five years? It has to be. So you got him. You got Drake there. You got that crazy Toronto crowd. The Jurassic Park. You got craziness. Rich, abundant culture. Yeah, the Toronto's not losing at home again. That's not happening. It's a mistake the first time. It's probably the last thing that, that will happen. But this Raptors team, they just need more performance out of their, their guys. I've been doing it all year. Danny Green needs to shoot better. He's had some clutch threes, but he needs to shoot better. Um, You got Serge Ibaka. You need to stop getting in foul trouble in the first five minutes of your play. Seriously. Every time he comes in, he, he performs offensively. He gets boards. But he's always in foul trouble. Marcus all. You need to be quicker on your feet. You can't just be a slow, you know, kind of totem pole thing. You need to be quick. Steph Curry is like a, a rabbit. You can't be a turtle. Need more out of you. Kyle Lowry, uh, I think for you it's just scoring. You you just need to score. You need to know when to score, know how to score. I mean, game one, you knew what you were doing. You were controlling the pace. You were finding uh Good shot selections, you were finding good passes made, Uh, you were getting boards, you were drawing fouls, you you were doing everything right. Game two was the exact opposite. From the get-go, you started in foul trouble. (laughs) You weren't bringing any benefit to the Raptors. Neither were you, Kawhi Leonard. I I need to see, you're supposed to be the successor of LeBron James. I have not seen it. I've seen a a poor man's LeBron James, in fact. So uh, if you want to be this superstar, well, actually, he doesn't want to be the superstar, but the media obviously portrays you as a superstar, and I I want you to be a superstar because I think you are. Your defense is great. Not last game. It was doo-doo. It was trash, garbage, dumpster fire. I don't know what the hell you were doing. You were letting guys just run by you like it was nothing. You weren't contesting shots. I don't know if it's because you're injured or what. Anyways. If this team does not beat the Raptors. Or I'm sorry. If this Raptors team does not beat the Warriors. I'm going to be very. Very disappointed. But not shocked. Because obviously you're relying on. Fred VanVleet, Cal Lowry, who's been known for playoff woes, Pascal Siakam, who's just now becoming a rising star, Mark Gasol, who didn't do it for Memphis, sadly, Serge Ibaka, who's been to the finals and, and failed in OKC. So I'm going to create a game to create the perfect East super team to defeat the Warriors with $15. I'm going to make every one of you guys a GM for the next couple minutes. And I I will share my roster as well. But you're going to have a $5 category all the way down to a $1 category. For each position, so we'll start with the point guards. And this is to build your Eastern Conference super team, starting five with fifteen dollars. So you gotta be wise, and you can also, you know, comment this on insightful insights with Jay Instagram. Do that right now. Follow and subscribe Apple Podcast. Unsubscribe and resubscribe. Anyways, moving on. So for five dollars, we're gonna start point guards. At, we're gonna go five dollars to one dollar. At five dollars, Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, Ben Simmons, D'Angelo Russell, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is a one dollar. Kyrie Irving's five dollars, and I mean I, I did it in order, so you can put like the pieces together. For shooting guard, from $5 to $1, Bradley Beal, Victor Oladipo, Zach Levine, J.J. Redick, Dwayne Wade. Small forward, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Bogdanovich. Power forward, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Blake Griffin, Tobias Harris, Pascal Siakam, Kevin Love, Center, Joel Embiid, Valanchunas, Andre Drummond, Al Horford, Mark Gasol. I'm not repeating all that, so I hope you've written it down. Or if you want, you can go back two minutes and replay what I just said. But I'll give you the perfect team in the East with those guys. Who would easily take down the Golden State Warriors. Kawhi Leonard. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Kevin Love. D'Angelo Russell. And Pascal Siakam. So the Raptors are already like two steps ahead. Or I guess in the process of being the perfect super team. Um, I mean minus... You know, I'd put in D'Angelo Russell instead of Kawhi Lowry. I'd put in Giannis instead of Marc Gasol, and I'd put in Kevin Love instead of, you know, I guess, Danny Green or whoever is shooting guard. But that's a good, good list right there. You know, I'd I'd want them to go big and lengthy. That's a defensive team right there. That's a shooting team right there, by the way. Uh, you got dominant shooters. Or not dominant, but a dominant shooter with the size of Kevin Love. Uh, D'Angelo Russell has been uh, an amazing player this year for the Nets, so I like him as a point guard. Uh, Siakam, I mean, he's not gonna be like most improved player of the year for no reason. Like this guy can pass, he can make plays, he gets boards, he plays great defense. And Giannis, like seriously, the MVP. Do I need to explain? And then Kawhi Leonard, because you know Kawhi Leonard. You no, know, he's like a. He's like a, the East version of Paul George. And Paul George is an MVP level player. So, there you go, the perfect East team. Voila. Lastly, I'm gonna get to this. I don't know if you guys seen this video. If not, go to House of Highlights. Um, it might be a while back, but there's this video of a baseball team in Iowa warming up, looking like they're about to play baseball, you know, all that good stuff. And there's a tornado clearly in the background. Like, clear as day, tornado, <laughs> right behind him. Like, I don't know what, seriously, like, how is this not making bigger news than it is? Like, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's donkey. That's donkey ridiculous. Like, come on, get out of here. If I see a tornado, I'm I'm going home, man. I'm saying that's it. My day's done. I, I don't want to deal with this. Like, I don't. Like, how could I ever... Like, why would anyone be like, yep, playing in Tornado. No big deal. As I digress, I guess it's time to wrap things up. And I'm going to wrap things up the only way I know how to. Which is quickly a... I can't even end this right quickly abruptly ending the show.